Next month, the most populated black democracy in the world will conduct what will be its most important election ever. Now, I know it sounds cliche to say this. The thing is, Nigerians are at a crossroads and this election is a race between the political mainstream and non-mainstream. Elections in Nigeria are usually a Herculean task. From voter registration to the distribution of election materials at the various polling units across the country, elections for INEC are a logistical nightmare. But that is no excuse because INEC has had four years to prepare for this. One of the pointers of how well a democracy performs is the level of credibility people find in their elections. Better yet, a democracy is as good as how independent its citizens think their electoral umpire is. For us, our elections have always been fraught with rigging, ballot box snatching, vote buying, to name a few. The 1993 June 12 election is adjudged to be the freest and fairest election ever conducted in Nigerian history. But for me, the 2015 election is the least controversial election I've witnessed. But even that wasn't without incidents of violence, ballot box snatching or rigging. We really do have a long way to go if, in 60-something years, we cannot conduct a fairly decent election. We might as well agree that our democracy is a farce. Today's podcast or video, depending on whether you are listening or watching, is an appeal to INEC. Literally, INEC has godlike authority over the outcome of any election in this country. Its decision is final, like that of a football referee. That level of authority should come with an equal sense of duty and responsibility. For millions of Nigerians, the only time they get to feel like actual citizens is when they cast their ballot. It is INEC's job to make sure those votes count in every sense of the world, especially at this time when we've experienced an uptick in voter registration among the youth. I was privileged to serve as an adult staff during the 2019 general elections. At the time, I was in Abuja for my national service. It was a bittersweet experience for me in the sense that it made me appreciate how much planning INEC has to do to organize elections while it also made me realize how awfully bad the entire structure is. Alongside others, I was sent to a polling unit in a remote village that borders Abuja and Nasarawa. I'd never been removed from urban civilization before. From the rack center, I had to travel on an Okada for more than an hour while carrying election materials. Traveling on a dirt road that stretched through valleys and hills, snaking through different villages and hamlets, it took forever to reach our destination. And by the time we arrived, I was completely caked in dust. Being there made me appreciate the simple conveniences of urbanization which we often take for granted. While I was excited about the new experience, it immediately occurred to me that I was really alone in an unknown place. I had no access to electricity or the internet. That day, we didn't have any security personnel and we were left by ourselves to maintain voter civility and decency. 
I should add that two police officers were around for the next election that took place the following Saturday. I would like to appeal to INEC to prioritize the safety of every ad hoc staff that will be working in every polling unit across the country, especially those that will be in remote places. I understand that Nigeria is grossly underpoliced per capita, but it is absolutely inexcusable to make young men and women who serve their country feel vulnerable because of little to no police presence in their polling unit. We know how volatile electioneering can be in this country. As much as elections must take place, no one should have to pay with their life. My second appeal goes to ad hoc staff and INEC officials. There will be monetary enticement from party agents for you to tinker with the results in favor of a political party. While INEC has repeatedly assured that the bimodal voter accreditation system would prevent rigging, I urge that you don't circumvent this system because of a few bucks. One of the reasons Nigeria is corrupt is because of the refusal of many to refuse kickbacks. Again, it is absolutely important that elections are free and fair. It is also important that elections are seen as free and fair by the electorate. Even a stable democracy like America became extremely volatile during the Trump presidency when the election that ousted him was alleged to be rigged in favor of the Democrats. We saw how that led to his supporters storming the Capitol building on January 6, 2020. Nigeria isn't a special country in that regard. Now, on a final note, I would like to appeal to everyone to go get their PVC before the deadline, which is the 22nd of this month. Vote a conscience without cash inducement or intimidation. That will be all for today. If you're listening to this as a podcast, consider giving me a follow and also leave a good review. If you're watching on YouTube, kindly subscribe and like this video. You can also drop your thoughts below in the comment section. The Disaffected Nigerian is now available as an online magazine. You can visit disaffected.ng to check out our content. If you would like to publish an article, check our submission page for guidelines. I would like to especially thank the Makata Center for making all of this possible. Watch out for more content on this space as I have some amazing stuff for you guys in the coming weeks. Now that will be all for today. I'll see you guys in the next one.